This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Chris Gauchy, you've both operated an AFL media scene for a long time. Do you recall a time in recent history where there has been a higher saturation of footy news across the competition? Hawthorne racism, a new team in Tassie, litigation surrounding concussion, Damien Hardwick leaving, Eagles debacle, blowtorch on Carlton, Stuart Jew, is he safe? Will Ken Hinckley end up where? Mental health, soft cap, et cetera, et cetera. There does seem a lot to be going on. That's a fair question from Chris. There is. Yeah, it's, it's become, well, there's a lot of change in footy and COVID obviously triggered a lot of these things. And then the interest has never been greater. And then the digital era has obviously amplified that. So, yeah, I think it's a fair question. What do you think? Uh, yeah, and I think also too, uh, to arguably, and I'm keen to get your view on this, Hutchie, as I say it, um, coming out of COVID as we now have, um, now there's 2020, 2021, they were COVID-affected years. 2022, not so much, but there was an overhang of what we had been living with as a, as a, as a nation and a support. I reckon we've now come out of it, and I think people are having a different perspective on, on life in a, in a couple of those issues that, that yep. Chris raised there. Um, I agree Damien Hardwick, for instance, Alastair Clarkson, for instance, even Ken Hinckley. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Molly asks on uh, the question time, well, Damo admitted he was wrong on the Hawks, as Caro now has. Oh, that's the other thing that happened in Forty Classified. Caro admitted she was wrong on the Hawks. Yep. Or is it part of his deal with North that sees him doing free emceeing that he has to badmouth Hawthorne? Hashtag Damo working for Hood. I like it, Molly. Molly, what I will do there is refer you back to the main body of a sounding board. Hutchie gave me a good 10 minutes off the top on that. And Hutchie, as I said during that uh, main body, might have been in absolute career best form in that last episode we just did. Um, Jared Moore, are there limitations or guidelines on how many ads and sponsor name drops a radio station can have Per segment or per hour, or is it up to the station? Some appear to have a lot more than others. I'm laughing, Hachi. I'm laughing because this can only be addressed to you. You would say the same to me. Yeah, um, clearly. You, you introduced the... So, yes, there is a limit you, on... You sometimes talk footy in your shows. There is a limit on... On, on footy broadcast. There is a limit on ads per hour. Outside of the ads. Jared, yes. There is a limit, but Hachi doesn't worry about them too much, no, there is, uh, Jared. And yeah, no, there's a limit, but you just don't seem to worry about it. We, um, we have a lot of people who spend a lot longer listing, so we are more noticeable than the average platform. We have less ad... Listening to ads. Jared, we have less ad breaks per hour, breaks... Then Triple M or three AW. But the ads go for about six minutes and then there's ads within the segments. No, Matty Johns. For four minutes. This wouldn't be yep. Matty Johns. It's Matt Johns. Today, Koshy stood down from Breakfast TV. Every news site is reporting about it and the list of people who can replace him. What percentage of Australians actually watch Breakfast TV these days? And surely Breakfast hosts TV salaries are taking the P155. Yes. No, it's not as many people as you'd think watch Breakfast Television, but it's very well marketed and... It is an important part of the cycle. But yeah, they and they're paid appropriately to, to the role they play in the revenue cycle of the network. So. They deserve to get paid well, don't yeah. they? Because of the... I think the... They, the they, big, they, they, they'd be having alarms going off at, at, at 2.45, wouldn't they? Three, it'd be at least have a three in front of mind, them. Mind you, I would I would not think that David Kosh... Kyle Sandlins would earn more in three months than David Kosh would in a year. Like radio is much bigger breakfast money on the FMs in the Cap Cities. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, JM, Hutchie claims Damien holds a grudge. Yeah, he does claim that, JM. Good point. Yet he seems to take subtle pot shots at a few ex-employees or colleagues at every opportunity. Hutto, Mitch Cleary, Dr. Turf, Robbo. That's a really good point, JM. You do. Don't recognise those names. Who, who are you referring to there? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to, to JM's point. No, uh, in all seriousness, I have a, I'm, a, I have a tongue, I'm a tongue-in-cheek guy, uh, JM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that's what he says he is. Mark Armsden, fairly soon, banks are going to be reporting massive profits from the last 12 months of interest rate rises, which you would think is going to spark a massive public outcry slash backlash. How are they going to spin their way out of this? How long do you think they've been working on their messaging? Maybe Craig could spin it. Do you want to do that next, next week? week? Park it. Park it. Count me in for next week, Jane, Mark. whack that down, please. I'll do that. I'll, I'll be the CEO of any given bank next and, week. And it's a That's really, my new bank I'm launching next week. Any given bank. It's a really good question from Mark. Thank you for flagging it. Hey, by the way, you mentioned uh, Mitch there before. Yep. I walked into the Maccas at Tullamarine on the weekend. I landed from... Is that for Margaret's um, 92nd? Um, was no, Surrey, I landed yeah. from Sydney to Tullamarine. I got picked up by my... Wonderful partner, Claire, who was going to drive with me to Geelong to the game. Landed in time from Sydney to get to Geelong. It was a pickup on the way through. Needed him a cafe. Called in. Went inside. Guess who's standing there at the counter? Masai. Masai had been out staking out the blues. Oh, had he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good chat. Um, actually, I think you were involved in this one. Just seeing you mention that Masai at the airport doing stakeouts. Dale Thomas out of nowhere last week. I on, heard it, on, yeah. 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 That was, you were involved in that, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember at the time of questioning. No. Yeah. And, and then he gave you a spray for not Gave me Mitch. a spray for not being there. Yeah. And then Mitch has actually found the actual um, Instagram yeah. post from Dale. So. That was, I was sending you to do, do things and you were sending Mitch to do what I'd sent you to do. <laughs> that, that might have worked. You're yeah, outsourcing but, what maybe, I'd outsourced. Maybe that was why I couldn't remember <laughs> it at the time, Hutchie. Uh, Michael, should there be a blanket ban on all AFL State of Origin talk for the next six weeks? <laughs> I like I like where Michael's coming from here. I love State of Origin as content and as a product. In, in rugby league. It's awesome. Yeah, but what Michael's, to Michael's you, point, we're going to say, when we see how good uh, Wednesday night is and the yep. week, we're going to say, oh, why don't we have State of Origin in AFL? And you know, you'll see it, you'll get all of the best opinions across both states on our SEN League content at SEN League on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Okay. Just once. Uh, Dave, should journalists who last week called for Stuart Jew to be sacked and after the Suns beat the Bulldogs, the same journalists are saying he's under no pressure, be forced to admit they jumped the gun? I don't know anyone. Did anyone call for Stuart Jew to be oh, sacked? There's been, a, there's been a bit of assumed gone commentary. Oh, well, I think that's different to being called for be sacked. I don't... Yeah, look, there is a specter of Damien Hardwick looming over a lot of people, and Stuart Jew was one of them. Yep. But I love the way he handled it, Dave. To 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 your point last week, too. And front foot. Yeah, do you want one more, Hutchie? Yep, um, one more, one more. All right, Chris Diostoli was Tina Turner's simply the best ad campaign with the NRL back in the day, the greatest marketing campaign a sport has ever put together. In, I'm a, going, in Australia, yes. I'm going to say yes, Chris. The, the yep. only one that I think could rob it, and I think you talked about this with Pickers, didn't you, on the weekend? Was it you doing that? I heard someone talking about this. The Come on, Aussie, come on. Oh, no, it wasn't Cricket? No, no, okay. That was probably... Th- that'd be the only yeah, one, that was bigger. I reckon. Do you reckon it was bigger? Yep. Yeah. That was... I mean, I, I, that that Tina Turner one NRL style, that yep. got cut through in Melbourne when nothing got cut through in no, Melbourne. No, it did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it worked. It was a great campaign. It's yeah, good. I hadn't thought of coming on as you come on, but that was big. That was bigger now. I think someone that. else. I thought it was you. Sorry, I, I've stolen that idea from somewhere else. No, but that that was done. the that was. I mean, that was iconic in itself, and it still is, isn't it? It's still yep. sung. Yeah. There you go. All right, that was question time on the sounding board for drink wise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the sounding board questions with Hutchie and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.